This is Power 1 and 2 Digital, the Power Breakfast Show podcast series. All right, thank you, Evie, for our major news. Of course, we do have a news brief coming up at 8 o'clock, and that's all courtesy Chamflay Auto Services. All right, quickly. Uh, while the Queen's funeral come to an end, let's take a look at what's happening traffic-wise here on our nation's road. San Fernando going through South Oropooch and the creek a bit busy. Uh, Riverland Road heavy as well. Traffic again this morning going to pick it up from Freeport. Uh, and that's going to take us straight up towards the Churchill Roosevelt Highway. Churchill Roosevelt Highway heavy from Mouska straight into Port of Spain. Usual streets, Eastern Main Road, heavy as well. Out of Dago, heavy as well. All right, got a couple of accidents to tell you about. Uh, one by Trin City and one by uh, Coral Road in El Dorado uh, this morning. All right, uh, gentlemen. Yeah, you got to love the Anglicans. Eh? And oh, that's it. <laughs> Service done. <laughs> yeah, it is. Yeah. Let's get the results of our morning poll before I take a bit of the funeral. Yeah. Of course, this morning we asked, uh, should MP David Lee resign following the charges laid against him? That's the member of parliament for point up here. Should he resign? We had 13 people saying yes, two saying no. All yeah, right? I have exactly that. That's 15 people I got. To. Yep. 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 We had a, a low voter turnout today. Um, which is indicative of the politics of the day. <laughs> yeah. All right. So let's take in a, a bit as the Queen's funeral comes to an end. I'll take in a little bit right now. That's exactly an hour, you know, gentlemen. Exactly an hour. That's, she leaves the typical, Abbey for the final time. That's a typical Anglican service. <laughs> well, I think the Catholics generally don't go more than an hour either. No, well, this this is clearly timed out to the second. Mm-hmm. You know, to backtrack for ninety-six tolls of Big Ben. To leaving the hall to get to the church exactly at the right time. It's a serious backtrack of time. You know, I saw that picture, that the image that you, I think you and Paul spoke about it when when she greeted um, Liz Truss, Prime Minister. Mm-hmm. I remember you spoke about uh, what was on at the back of her hand. It was dark, yes. That was the yeah, last I official... Th- Photograph of yeah, her. Yeah, I saw it. You know, I that was. It looked like a, a terrible blood clot eh? on her hand. Yeah. I saw it for the first time the other day. I was looking back at old, back at old images and so on, and I saw it. You saw Which what? Huh? What you saw? The queen, the back, the back of her of hand. The queen's hand was very dark. Yeah, you saw like a big blotch, like a blood clot at the back of her hand. That was two days before she passed. Yeah, that was on a Tuesday. Mm-hmm. The last official photograph of the Queen. Yeah, I noticed it. 
So the, the, the cortege is now leaving the the church, the Westminster Abbey. They're out in the in the in the courtyard already. Mm-hmm. And I guess from out there, the I don't know. Let's, let's hear this. Where they're going from there? Outside Westminster Abbey, the bearer party doing its work, taking the Queen's coffin over to the state gun carriage of the Royal Navy, ready for that procession through central London. That magnificent wreath, which bears a simply worded card from the King, saying, in loving and devoted memory, Charles R. The Imperial State Crown, the orb and scepter, the emblems of majesty and earthly power, glinting and gleaming in the sunlight. The end of this state funeral service, the first to be held at the Abbey since 1760. So truly a day of history and a funeral service for the longest reigning monarch in British history. So what's what's the what's the what's the verdict? Which had, what's the S on the on the crown and so on? Now? The wreath itself. Well, what are they going to do with it? According to the king's wishes, containing flowers and foliage, cut from the gardens of Buckingham Palace, Clarence House, and Highgrove House. Any idea, guys? No. Any idea about what? What are, go- what are they going to do with the crown and the scepter? They'll be given a Pass Charles, I give me, as you. Pass it on to King Charles, I assume. He, he, can't, he won't wear that crown. I'm sure they, they recalibrate it or do whatever they need to do. They, they're now doing this. They haven't had to do it for a while, they not. But still, 260 they're not, they're not a new country like six days, you know. <laughs> In a room for centuries and centuries <laughs> and centuries. <laughs> They're dealing with this a long time. Do they know what to do? You know, it's strange enough I haven't heard them pronounce on that. Because they've pronounced on almost everything eh, in terms of process and procedure. 142 naval ratings once again in place. Looking immaculate ready to draw this century-old gun carriage through the streets of central London. I do believe today is a holiday in That's London. a very proper British accent. Yeah, boy. Mm-hmm. Um, someone who's obviously been schooled at Oxford or Cambridge because there would be nothing less required to do the narration of the Queen's funeral. Can't somebody with a cockney accent coming to talk about Queenie? 
the order given by the garrison sergeant major Andrew Stokes. The great funeral procession sets off from Westminster Abbey. The mournful beat of the music. And the Queen's final progress through the heart of London, the city of her birth, gets underway. London is probably one of the ma most marvelous cities I've um, had the pleasure of. So much history in London. And, and I mean, it's, so, it's accessible to everybody now, so everybody the can actually just save up, jump on a plane and go to London. On a scale not seen in Britain for no 70 years. Since no the COVID vaccine requirement. King George VI. No COVID test requirement. More than 3,000 military personnel taking part, along with representatives of civilian organizations. You just have to be prepared to sit on a plane for nine hours, that's all. For the guys who have to be who have to have their back to the procession, you know, and the guards that they have, the security that they have along the route. One is facing forward, one the is head facing of the procession, back. which is Sorry along the, the mouth. We up. have representatives of Commonwealth countries and the armed forces, led by the Mounties, the Canadian Mounted Police.
Mounties leading the way, along to Wellington Arch, flanked by Mounted Metropolitan Police, followed by contingent of those who've been recipients of the George Cross and Victoria Cross, and representatives of the Armed Forces of Canada, Australia, New Zealand, and other Commonwealth countries. gun carriage passing the gates of New Palace Yard and the Palace of Westminster and the Houses of Parliament where of course Her Majesty attended on so many occasions for the state opening of Parliament and all of this happening under the steady gaze of Sir Winston Churchill dominating this part of Parliament Square Queen's first Prime Minister the young Queen who expressed her debt of gratitude to the older man for the guidance that he gave in those first few years of the reign.
wreath, which includes foliage chosen for its symbolism. The kings had a very big hand in this. Rosemary for remembrance. Myrtle, the ancient symbol of a happy marriage. And it was cut from a plant that was grown from a sprig of myrtle in the wedding bouquet of Princess Elizabeth to Prince Philip back in 1947. And English oak, which symbolises the strength of love. Well, if you all didn't know before, you know now, eh? myrtle symbolises the strength of a marriage. Myrtle flower, okay? For those of you who listen, go on and get some myrtle. Richard? What? Go out and get some myrtle. Some myrtle? It's the strength of a happy marriage. Steve Myrtle. Along Whitehall where the Queen once described her joy when she mingled with the crowds on VE Day in 1945 and where throughout her years as sovereign she led the nation in November on Remembrance Sunday placing her wreath at the cenotaph and pausing to remember those lost in conflicts in the service of their country. Fund for Sailors, the Soldiers Charity, the Royal Air Force Benevolent Fund, the Soldiers, Sailors and Air Force Association. taken past the cenotaph, unveiled by her grandfather, George V, in 1920.
some sense of the building scale of this funeral procession. The head of the procession now, away down the mall, towards Buckingham Palace. The procession itself is a mile and a quarter long. Here, the Royal Air Force, the Royal Navy, and the Army. Hundreds of representatives with arms reversed as a sign of mourning. Princess of Wales, George and Charlotte, and one of the cars following this procession. Majestic sight. The sun has come out, making the colours so vibrant. On the mall, looking up to Admiralty Arch, the scene, of course, every year of the happy event of the birthday parade, the Queen's parade on the official birthday. Today, it's an opportunity. To escort Her Majesty one last time along the Mall and past her London home at Buckingham Palace. His Majesty the King leading the party of close family members. 
enable ratings, gently turning towards the entrance to horse guards and the narrow archway which will lead onto the parade ground. Royal Company of Archers, one of the groups of royal bodyguards. officially classed as the main entrance to the estate including St. James's Palace and Buckingham Palace. to the familiar expanse of Horse Guards Parade, where for decades, Her Majesty has attended the birthday parade in early June to mark her official birthday. For many, many years, of course, she would come on horseback. In later times, in a carriage, but devoted to the event itself, and thoroughly enjoyed the music with an expert eye for detail. And she knew the parade, trooping the colour, better than anyone. surmounted by a cross to symbolize Christianity over the world, 
the scepter, monarch's symbol of fairness and justice. towards the guards memorial and then gently turning to the right to head for the now and that final approach to Buckingham Palace circling around the great Queen Victoria Memorial. The Royal Air Force there played such an important part, of course, in the events of the 8th of September and later, bringing the Queen back to London from Scotland. The Queen's body was accompanied by the Princess Royal. The Royal Air Force flew, flew her Majesty back to RAF Northolt. A sight that the late Queen would have been very touched by and is one of the drum horses. Drums draped in black. This one is called Apollo, one of the latest additions to the Royal Muse and the State Trumpeter. General commanding the Household Division, Major General Christopher Geeker, who is in charge of all the troops on parade today, thousands of them. The colourful uniforms of the those in the procession behind the Major General. Sovereign's escort, Household Cavalry, the Blues and Royals. And we talked about the colourful uniforms, they are the Perseverance and the Heralds and the Kings of Arms there in authority when it comes to 
heraldic matters. Saw them present at the Accession Council and at the State Opening of Parliament and other important events to do with the State and the Crown. Buckingham Palace as this procession stretches now from Constitution Hill all the way back to Horse Guards the representatives of the Army and the Royal Air Force and the Navy the band of the Irish Guards and the Welsh Guards this section of the parade makes its way onto the mall. consort, pointing out some of the elements of the procession to Prince George and Princess Charlotte, with the Princess of Wales looking on. Sussex and the Countess of Wessex.
confirm Princesses Beatrice and Eugene. section behind the king. We caught a glimpse there, there we are, of Duke of Sussex, the Princess Royal, and her husband, Vice Admiral Timothy Lawrence, Duke of York, Duke of Gloucester, Peter Phillips. So many memories, those taking part in this procession from the royal family. And there we are, Queen Elizabeth, Queen Mother, who died 20 years ago. And King George VI, who died a relatively young man in his 50s. Back in 1952, of course, meaning that the Queen came to the throne at the age of 25. And no question that King George VI was responsible for shaping this remarkable reign that we've seen over the past 70 years. Because Queen Elizabeth II has reigned very much within the parameters set for her by her father. A very close bond between them, as indeed there was between the Queen and her mother. All right, and that's what's happening in the United Kingdom right now, the Queen Elizabeth uh, funeral. Uh, seven, uh, six and a half minutes before the hour of uh, eight o'clock. Major news at the top of the hour, eight o'clock, all powered by Champlain Auto Services. Uh, uh, Wendell, Richard, Paul. A great, rich mix of military heritage before our eyes. A lot to take in. Yeah, the pageantry. Armed forces from the... But it's also based on pageant broadcast, so... You mean not necessarily be translating to audiences on radio. Yeah. Although the BBC broadcaster is quite colourful in his commentary. He is. He did say that the um, the crown will be passed on to, to answer your question, Wendell, to King Charles. 
Which crown? The crown on the on the um on the coffin. Yeah. Oh, so it's one crown that is handed down? It's handed down, apparently. That's what I gather. Okay. Yeah, Wendell had asked that uh, just after our news, so and he came on a little while after and said that. I said, Wow, look at that. He heard Wendell. This part of the procession too. Quite an interesting yeah. Yeah, uh, thanks for clearing that up. The issue of the crown. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I was wondering what they were going, if they were going to bury it. might have to recalibrate just a little bit uh, because uh, just me, I think Charles have a bigger head. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> wow. Most of his hair is gone now, so it might fit. No solemnity in your other 12, boy. Woo! Yeah, boy. Talking about no solemnity, did you see the post from, is it Kalonji? Mm-hmm. Wow. <laughs> I didn't see it. What I he said. I didn't see it. What? Wow. <laughs> is that what he said? He got, wow. He got a lot of negative comments right there. Huh? Yeah? He basically kind of pitched with his, his phone girlfriend. Uh, Brianna, I think her name is. Yeah, Bri. Brianna, yes. Mm -hmm. And... And the same post while he's saying he is mourning her loss, he vowed to continue making his music. To many thought it was quite inappropriate and a little um, premature. Yeah, they felt it could have been done with two separate posts. To be posting about oh, right, right, mourning right, her okay. loss and in the same paragraph talking about vowing to continue making his music because that is what you love. Mm. So they comment, they, or they went in on him this weekend. Yeah, but he got a wallop in. <laughs> Mm -hmm. they, they asked him if they thought, he thought it was time to be promoting a new album now when she just barely was killed a couple of weeks ago mm. yeah it's not like two weeks ago mm -hmm. he got it right yeah he, he got it he got it good because a lot of people thought that i mean i have the opinion that she was killed because of her association yeah exactly mm -hmm. you understand <laughs> yeah yeah and for him to make such a post, you know, it was I'm talking about making music. Mm. He's gonna make music. Okay. Mm. Some people post on it when the album dropping, but that way it's really promoting. <laughs> it was kind of insensitive. Yeah. Yeah, I guess it, because I, that's why I always say when you make an apology, just make the apology and not. I always and say do, that you don't always qualify an apology is a thing, you know? Yeah. Don't, yeah. don't qualify an apology. Resignation should be a resignation. You don't need to attack in a resignation. Just say, I humbly resign. I thank you for giving me the opportunity. Back. Don't say, yeah, and, yeah, and, and, yeah. And, and, and all the best and yeah. move on. Yeah, all yeah. the best and move on. Yes. Some adding things to it. About where you do and how you is and where, where, what will happen. Oh. And trying to explain it away. Yeah. And not in, not in this hypercritical part that we are yeah. in. Don't apologize and leave it alone. But everything yeah. is hypercritical now. Everything, everything. But going back to the um, the, daily, so the less you say, the better. The Guardian article that suggests that, I guess, constituents or some constituents, because I can't believe it's all the constituents, mm. are, calling for, are calling for his, his resignation. And there was a question mark over the Guardian anyway, quite frankly. Yeah. When is yeah. it? Yeah. 
when they say constituents, they just said constituents. They didn't say I read, some. I read it and I'm like, okay, did they exactly. And that's why he said, did they take a poll? Guardian reporting. That's the poll taken because it wasn't. It wasn't. I'm sure it wasn't all his constituents, quite frankly. But the way the Guardian headlined it. Well, 500 people surveyed and this exactly is... <laughs> but constituents called for these resignations it was no contextualizing yeah but that is classic guardian because i guess they're looking for the contract mm, yeah <laughs> or the, the, the group looking for the contract anyway there were basdio pande was in charges wasn't he yes and somebody else was in charges but we've had several people on charges. Uh, marlene mcdonald yeah was it was wilder than mp and then she was removed oh. as cabinet minister but she was still an mp not so until the election yeah, because once you're mp you're yeah. elected so yeah it's, yeah. A, it's mm-hmm. a little bit more difficult to remove you as MP. but you could resign you yeah. could resign and, and that's what they're calling for his resignation as mp because he's not a cabinet member yeah so and that's yeah. that's the context because people were posting over the weekend that well basdio pandy didn't resign as mp and i didn't money my daughter. why should they really resign yeah Yes, that, yeah, yeah. And that's right. principle. I mean, if, if it's good for the goose, it's good for the gander. We've had people at local level too who've been on charges and yeah. they didn't leave. So we I do understand. From, from, you know, oh, from Mayaro constituency, the chairman of Mayaro, Glenn Ram, I think. Exactly. On charges, he didn't resign. So, but so if elected. If Bastille The only person who really stepped down, the only person who really resigned and gave up the seat is Arnold Roberts so far. Yeah. Arnold Roberts That's resigned true. as minister and resi- well and MP fired and and as MP. I, I yeah. don't know that anybody else has done that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I don't but, know but, why, but, why but they having a different standard for David Lee. Quite frankly. No, but but in but beyond the 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 low bar that we generally have in terms of public officials resigning, because we have a low bar. A very um, low bar. Do you do what do you think from an ethical point of view? Thank you for choosing Power Water 2 Digital. Listen every weekday for our live show starting at 6 a.m. Remember, like, share, and subscribe. Power 102 Digital.